That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shane Raymer. You're listening to That Sober Guy podcast, and we help people stay sober. Hope you're doing well. Good to be here. Glad you're here. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. Good to have you. You're in a good place, as they would say. Ah, yeah. I should plug humans here. If you like this intro song, it's by the group Humans. Humans Music. Check them out. They got a lot of good jams. Shout out to those guys. Supporting that sober guy, letting us use some of their tunes for the intro and outro. And shout out to Robbie too from Humans. I haven't talked to him in a minute, but I hope he's doing well. Need to connect with that dude. Great musician, great singer. I know he was a new dad not too long ago, so it's always awesome. Custom agents in Cincinnati seized 44 pounds of cornflakes covered in cocaine instead of sugar. Can you believe it? Thought it was an interesting story to hit on, so we'll get to that. We're also going to read some emails. Hear a voicemail from uh, both Chris A. and Chris P. A couple of Chris's hollering back, so thank you for that. Uh, Colin uh, had a question about dealing with anxiety, and I did uh, respond to him on the Locals chat, but I figured, uh, uh, or the Locals community, whatever you call it, I figured, though, that uh, I might address it a little bit on the podcast as well because I know it's something I've been dealing with uh, here and there, and I know a lot of people deal with anxiety, uh, the ups and the downs, trying to figure it out. Uh, So we'll talk a little bit about that and acceptance, which kind of rolls right into that uh, today out of Transitions Daily, uh, which is a great tool. It's a daily AA email, and the the link to it is in the show notes if you want to sign up for that. It just gets delivered right to your email box, and then uh, like I read it in the mornings, one of the first things I do when I start my day while I'm sipping on my coffee, it's a good way to start. Uh, But we'll get to all this in today's podcast. Uh, First, let's quickly talk about Locals. Uh, and a couple of other announcements. I just created uh, that sober guy podcast community on locals, which is really fucking cool. I'm really enjoying it. Um, we've had a lot of people sign up. It's kind of like Instagram meets Patreon. Uh, so I'd love to have you in there. I'd love, uh, to have everybody join. Uh, it's a private, it's a little private community. There's plenty of free content. There's also premium content you can get when you support us, like the early release of podcasts. You can make posts in there yourself. Uh, you can connect with others in the Sober Guy Locals community. So if you'd like to do that, you can download the Locals app or you can go directly to the website. It's that soberguypodcast.locals.com. Both those links for the app and the site directly are in the show notes. So feel free to check those out. Uh, also my good buddy, Nick Rucker will be back on the podcast later this week. Um, it's going to be great to connect with him again. Nick is a U.S. soldier. He's also a country music singer and songwriter based out of Omaha, Nebraska. He was on the show. Gosh, I don't remember what number it was. I didn't bring it up, uh, beforehand. I probably should have done that. Uh, but he's a great dude, uh, in recovery, of course, uh, sober. And, uh, we'll talk to him, see what he's up to, see how the music business is, uh, is going, 
um, you know, I got a lot of friends uh, and people that I talk to that are in the music business, and um, and it's a it's a it's a shitty thing right now. I gotta say, for both the artists and the fans like myself, like I would love to go see a show. Um, you know, as a fan and, and just somebody who enjoys music and likes to go to a small venue and, and, and hear some tunes and hang out. And at the same time on a, on a business and professional tip from some of my friends and, uh, and, and everybody at that, who's in the music business, whether they're an artist or whether they, um, are supporting artists and supporting venues or whatever their role is, that business has taken a huge hit with, uh, with everything that's happened over the last 10 months. So, um, you know, my heart goes out to all my homies who are in the, in, in that business and trying to, uh, survive entertainment in general, you know, um, it's, it's just, uh, it's really been turned, turned on its head, but you know, I got to say it in times like this, people get creative and people, uh, you know, people survive, they find a way because we are survivors, especially those of us in recovery, man, we don't quit and we fight back. We get punched, you know, a couple times and, you know, we're getting right back up and we're going out swinging at the minimum. So, um, people get creative doing online stuff, whether it's, uh, you know, even in the, the recovery community, we've had to transition into, uh, into zoom meetings and, um, uh, do things from a digital standpoint. And so it's definitely different, but we got to adjust. And I've said it on the last couple of, or a, a podcast, a couple episodes ago, one of my favorite lines, uh, from, uh, the movie Moneyball, as I'm an Oakland A's fan out here in the Bay area, uh, Brad Pitt plays Billy Bean and he says, adapt or die straight up as they're kind of re, you know, revamping the A's trying to figure out how to, how to win some damn games and um, adapt or die. I think it's a great, uh, it's a great statement. It's a great mentality. Like we have to adjust. We have to change the shit that's out of our control. And uh, we can't, uh, you know, there's just some things, whether we like it or not, that we, we can't do much about. Uh, speaking of the Oakland A's too, shout out to my homie Shane in, here in Vacaville. Uh, Shane is a, a good dude, man. We, we hit up a lot of morning walks together and he's just a, a good homie of mine. He hit me up the other day. He was having a garage show. Dude, he's got a dope collection of shit. He collects like old vintage, uh, I mean, all kinds of stuff from records to old, like, uh, like oil cans and signs and antique stuff. And he's got a whole garage full of shit. And I hope he starts his store here soon. He's been looking to do that or create a kind of a market for it which he kind of does on the side, but he hit me up anyways. And he goes, Hey bro, uh, you want a, uh, battle of the Bay poster? I was like, what do I? Hell yeah, I do. Uh, for those who don't remember battle of the Bay was 1989 when the Oakland A's played the San Francisco giants, uh, and the earthquake happened. I believe they were at candlestick park. Uh, when the earthquake actually went down, it was live on TV and you could see the, the stadium shaking. And that was a crazy ass time. I was only what eight at the time. But I do remember that being just like, holy shit, like, wow, this is insane. And, uh, of course, we know who ended up winning that series. The Oakland Athletics did. Thank you very much to you, San Francisco Giants. Take that. Don't care about that shit. I did enjoy, though, going to Candlestick Park and watching the Giants back in the day. Will Clark, Chili Davis, uh, Kirk Benjamin. Was it Kirk or Kurt? Kurt? Maybe it was Kurt. Kurt Benjamin. Man, they had a lot of good, uh, good Giants players, and those were the days, man. Those uh, those battles, Bay Area battles like that. 
um, were definitely fun. So shout out to Shane. Appreciate that, man. Um, and I can't wait for some baseball, man, again. I hope that uh, – I really hope they can keep all the political bullshit out of baseball, out of sports particularly. I don't watch much sports anymore because just – like pretty much for that reason. And I'm tired of seeing, you know, million dollar athletes bitching and crying over stuff. It's really, it's fucking annoying to be honest. So it's been kind of a turnoff. I have been on some hockey lately, uh, watching a bit of that, which is fun. I feel like that's kind of probably the last manly sport where if you, uh, you know, if you're going to mess around, you're going to pay a price for that. And, uh, we're just going to throw the gloves off and fucking throw down. That's how it should be. That's how it was back in the day. And shit got settled. Now I'm not advocating fighting all the time, but shit, sometimes a motherfucker needs to get punched in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? And we live in this kind of sissy Lala ass society today that, uh, man, dude, it's like, where's the old school, uh, where's that old school mentality, man? When, when, when shit wasn't all weird and people were offended by every little thing. Anyways, I'm not going to get on a soapbox here. I'm totally off of what I had planned to talk about anyways, but that's the beauty of doing the show, right? We can just kind of have fun and roll off the cuff with it. I think that's why a lot of people enjoy it. Um, in any case, back to Nick Rucker, he'll be on the podcast. Uh, be sure to check us out at thatsoberguide.com. You can leave us a voicemail there. You can send us a message uh, through the contact form. Uh, you can also grab how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety digital podcast course. Had quite a few people sign up this last month, uh, which is great. If you're not familiar with that, uh, I got together a bunch of my homies and a bunch of professionals in recovery and a couple of doctors. Um, and we just talked about the first 90 days. What does that look like? How did you do it? How did they do it? What did you see? Uh, I share some of my story on there too. Uh, so it's all in a digital format. There's a little uh, journal that comes with it to help you kind of log as you go through some of the, uh, um, the lessons or the segments, however you want to call those. Uh, and it is, it's a great, it's a great course. I've gotten a lot of good feedback for it. So you can check that out at the website as well. And then last but not least on the website, grab a hoodie, grab a hat. They're dope. I'm actually wearing the hat right now. Uh, they are, uh, black, got a good, it's the California style logo on there. You can see them on the website. It's a Yupong hat. So it's a good quality snapback. I think they got the dad version too. If you're more of a dad version hat guy with the curved brim, I'm kind of both. I like, I like to have a flat brim or a curved one. Depends on how, depends on how my balls are hanging that day. What I'm feeling like, are you in dad mode or, uh, you know, are you in Shane Raymer mode? Who knows how, how you feeling? You can use the promo code though. No hangover. Fuck that. Fuck hangovers. Nobody wants no shitty hangover anymore. God, it's just, I don't miss that one bit, but you can get free shipping on any purchase of hoodies, hats, t-shirts for that sober guy, uh, through the end of the month of February. So what is the date today? Uh, I don't know. We got about another week or so as this goes live, uh, for free shipping, use the promo code, no hangover one more time. And then if you need a meeting, do you need an online zoom meeting? I got a great meeting for you. I've gotten a ton of great feedback from it because people have been uh, checking into it uh, from the locals page. And, and I think Colin left, uh, left the meeting on the locals page. So shout out to him. Appreciate that. Left the link on there uh, so you can find it. But it's an online AA meeting, Fourth Dimensioners, a lot of great people in there. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. The link's in the show notes. So if you need a meeting, please hit that up. Um, all right. What else, man? We got a few things to cover today. I wanted to share a little bit. I met a guy named Quentin today. They're doing some work at my house. 
Um, actually, uh, so for some piping issues, my gas meter, um, they were looking in some pipes and stuff and, uh, they were getting set up this morning and the guy, the guy came to my door to let it, let us know we were here and this and that. And we got to talking a little bit and, uh, it turns out that we, he knew, he knew my sister, they went to school together. So that was cool. Small world, right? It's like, Oh yeah. You know, tell, tell her, I said, what's up? Hope she's doing good. Well, we get to talking a little bit more and he, then, then it kind of hits me after he realized he, he knows my sister. He also realized that I spoke at, uh, at, at a safety, like a safe, excuse me, a safety kickoff that, that our company did. Um, I don't know, last year sometime. And I speak at these events sometimes, uh, about a, a program called a peer volunteer program, which basically helps people who are struggling with addiction. So I'll go around and I will give, uh, I'll share a little bit of my story, give a presentation, talk about the, the resources that are uh, that are out there for people to get some help they need for themselves or a loved one. That's it in a nutshell. And so a lot of the time I don't hear like, you know, and you wonder sometimes when you do these types of things, like, man, did anyone get anything out of that? Did, uh, you know, I, I really hope that at least one person heard what I was saying or could relate to some of the things. Well, when I talked to him today, he said, man, he said he's been sober seven months. Uh, he was about to get baptized, been going to church. He found God, um, really changed his life around. He's still, still working, you know, but just a lot of his priorities for his family, uh, and cutting alcohol out of his life has really changed a lot of things for him. And he told me, thank you. He was like, man, he's like, I just want you to know that, uh, you know, I remember that day that you spoke and that did something to me. And, uh, so man, that was just super, super cool. I love, I love hearing that. And I, I always, it's funny, like I love hearing it, but I don't love hearing it because I'm just weird like that. I just am one of those dudes who likes to just put my head down and kind of grind. And I've gotten a lot better at receiving like feedback and positive feedback, but I guess I'm scared that there that there could be like, I don't ever want my head to get big, right? I don't ever want to be arrogant or anything like that. Look what I did. And like, just, I'm, that's just not me, you know? So I guess I'm kind of weird. Call it weird. Call it cautious. I don't know. Call it humbled, whatever the hell you want. Um, but I'd be a liar if I said hearing that feedback sometimes, um, doesn't, you know, isn't fucking awesome. And it doesn't feel good because many times we don't get to see the fruit that produces from the seeds that we plant. So when we get to speak into somebody, when we get to give a presentation or uh, have a conversation with someone at the coffee shop, or we run into somebody that we haven't seen in a while and we get to talk in, you know, sometimes, um, you know, we get to make an impact on other people and rightfully so the other way around. There's been plenty of times when I've talked to people and they've made an impact on me and I might not see them ever again. Maybe it was a one time, um, you know, passing or maybe you just don't talk to them or you forget and, and, you know, you don't get to thank them for impacting you or whatever. So that was really, really cool, man. A shout out to, to Quentin again, um, you know, just for, for sharing that stuff. It was uh, really, really neat to see. So I also want to give a shout out to all of our supporters on uh, Locals this week. Um, really, really cool. You got Squirrel, who just joined. Shout out to him. Um, uh, Theron. I, I was, I'm sorry if it's Theron or Theron. It's probably Theron is what I'm assuming. But um, And then uh, Ryan, uh, Vegas Sooner. I don't have everyone's names, just some of their uh, screen, screen name or whatever the hell you call it. Uh, JK, uh, 71, uh, let's see. 
Tam and me. That says Tam and me. And then uh, Colin. I've, I've been chatting with Colin quite a bit, so shout out to him. Uh, and then Alex, too, for uh, for joining up. Um, and then, of course, you don't have to support. I mean, you can just get on there and you can see what's going on in the community and stuff, too, and join join for free. Either way, join. Like, Check it out. It's a really good community, and we're going to build it together. And uh, pretty pumped on that. But thanks to everybody for, for doing that uh, and supporting us this week. Um, a couple emails, a voicemail, and then we're going to talk a little bit about 44 pounds of cornflakes covered in cocaine, baby. Oh, yeah. I thought that was mighty insane. Uh, this first email, let's see, says, just wanted to say thanks for what you do, bro. It's helping me a lot. I got the locals app. I try to listen to your podcast daily. Today was reggae and slow the hell down for me. Uh, anyways, thank you for inspiration. Keeping my th- spirits up. Thank you, Chris P. Chris P, shout out to you, man. Thank you, bro, for the feedback. I'm glad that reggae one uh, helped out and slowing the hell down. I was talking to Seth the other day. And for those who've been listening to the show for a while, Seth, uh, is one of my best buddies. We've known each other since the fifth grade. He's an ex coasty was in the coast guard, um, man served, uh, in New York during nine 11, uh, came back home, became an electrician, uh, led the way to getting sober in my experience. And he was really a big inspiration for me getting sober too. And I was on a walk with him, uh, just uh, a couple, I think it was two weekends ago now. And uh, we were talking a little bit about reggae music. And I think I mentioned this in the last uh, podcast too, uh, but we were texting again too. And we've both been listening to a ton of reggae just because it really does help kind of calm me down and put me in a good mood. And it helps set the tone and just remind me that I, I can't control everything, man. I got to just, I got to just chill and go with the flow and just be sometimes, you know, and that music helps do that. I love listening to, to some Cody Jenks or some old school Johnny Cash or some, uh, some Aaron Lewis. I've been listening to some struggle Jennings, uh, today and some Tom McDonald too, man. If you ain't on Tom McDonald yet, get on some Tom McDonald for sure. Politically incorrect. That's probably one of my favorite jams. And I'm pretty sure Tom is sober too. Um, that'd be cool to actually have him on the podcast sometime. Maybe that's uh, maybe that'll work out one day. Uh, but the reggae stuff, man. Yeah. It, you know, that helps to get it. The Cody Jenks, I love it, but sometimes it can put me in a fucked up mood just because there's there's some different emotions that kind of come up in some of that music. So be, I guess what's the point here, Raymer? The point is be careful what you're putting in your ears. Oh man, I, I shouldn't, now I feel like a fucking hypocrite too because I made this dope ass, check this out, let's see. Let's see if I can find it on here. You can search it up if you have Spotify. It's uh, it's called Bay Area OG Hip Hop, and I, I made it as I was working around the house, and um, it's all stuff from Bay Area from like the 90s and early 2000s, Too Short, um, Be Legit, Richie Rich, E-40, a lot of E-40 on here. I love uh, I love some old school E-40, The Rompilation, um, Mac Dre, Mac Mall, uh, Drew Down, man, all kinds of stuff on here, uh, Into Deep. Man, it's fun. I've been bumping some of that stuff too lately. So, but you know, be cautious what kind of mood you're in, whatever you're bumping, because it can definitely influence, uh, influence your moment. Let's hear the voicemail message now too. Uh, this comes from Chris a, this was a great one. Had me cracking up in the beginning. Uh, and if, uh, if you want to leave a voicemail or contact form, the, the links are in the show notes too. Uh, let's check this out. Hey, what's up, Serene? Just want to say, Fuck you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. I'm saying that with love. Uh, oh, yeah. My name's Chris. Got about 
28 days sober now. Yeah. In my, uh, what I hope to be my rock bottom. Been through this journey before. It's about 12 years ago. I started getting sober. Was sober for two years. And then about 10 years ago now, I, uh, of course, my alcoholic brain told me, uh, I've got this under control. I don't need a program anymore. Yeah. Stop working it. Stop calling my sponsor and did all the typical things and uh, eventually went out. Classic started shit. Doing my own thing. Slowly just started getting worse and worse. And uh, now I'm back into it and uh, using some resources through my work and feeling pretty good. You know, there's a lot more resources available today than there was back the first time around. And I'm thankful for that. I yeah. want to say I'm thankful for your podcast thankful that uh you put out about the fourth dimension meeting i will be hitting that tonight my job is in san francisco but i live in southern california so on fridays i'm driving south for about seven hours and on sunday i'm driving north for about seven hours so lots of time for me to catch up on your podcast that i just found and uh, i am going to hit that meeting tonight hopefully i can follow proper protocol because i don't know what the requirement (laughs) is for zoom protocol but i'll just keep my mouth shut thanks again love your podcast later dude right on chris dude that was a great message man i had a huge smile on my face when i uh, first heard it so number one you just hit me up and we we actually chatted a little bit today um and you just hit 30 days sober so let's get a little round of applause for that congrats on 30 days that's a huge milestone for so many people and i understand you already had some time before so you know you obviously understand so whether it's your first 30 days or your 10th 30 days uh to anyone else out there it, it doesn't matter you know as long as we keep trying we don't quit we don't give up we learn from the mistakes that we make you know um you've obviously learned from the fact of you had some time before and you uh, you kind of fell off and stopped doing what was working because that's totally normal. You ain't alone in that. How many of us have done that same shit? I got this. I'm good. I don't need that shit. I did it many times before I actually had some success uh, staying sober. Um, so, dude, good job. Way to jump back on. Hey, you got plenty of time to drive back and forth from SoCal up to Northern California and listen to a shitload of podcasts and jump in meetings. Um so good stuff on that. And he mentioned the fourth dimensioners again. I just, I can't say enough what a great meeting that is. It's, it's, it's ran really well. Um, there's a lot of good people in there. You can find a sponsor in there. I've directed a couple people there to who, who have reached out asking about how to find a sponsor. What does that look like? Um, you know, one of the things, buddy, uh, if you go back to last week's podcast, my sponsor, buddy C was on the show. We talked a little bit about that. And one of the best things you can do is just get a temporary sponsor. It doesn't have to be permanent. It doesn't have to be forever. You guys don't have to date for the rest of your life. I always feel like it's like that. Would you be my sponsor? Like, let's go on a date. <laughs> Especially in person back in the day. That was always odd. Um, but a temporary sponsor works great. Just, hey, can I just get some help from you just to get me rolling? Get me some accountability, you know? And uh, I, I'm going to say it again. Locals is a great way to stay accountable. The podcast, a great way to stay accountable. The meeting you know, every night pick, if you can't go every night, pick a night, one night a week, at least at the minimum. If you're new, pick a couple nights, try to get every night. If you're really new, you know, but just make yourself accountable to somebody, to something, um, and stay connected because I think that's what Chris was getting at in the message is that he kind of got off and, and got disconnected. And then we start thinking we got this shit and we don't because alcohol is a cunning, baffling, weird thing that it's really difficult, in fact, impossible for me to even understand. So 
thanks again, Chris. Appreciate the message, bro. And uh, I'm sure we'll be uh, uh, talking more in the future. Um, let's run over to this article now. Customs agent in Cincinnati seized 44 pounds of cornflakes covered in cocaine instead of sugar. How in the shit does that happen? These guys get so damn creative. It's insane, man. Uh, so it says U.S. U.S. Customs and Border Control seized a shipment of cereal from South America that was covered in cocaine instead of sugar. CBP officers in Cincinnati, Ohio, intercepted the package on February 13th, containing about 44 pounds of cocaine-coated cornflakes, according to a news release. I wonder what that looked like. 44. How many boxes is 44 pounds of cornflakes anyways? You got to figure, oh man, I don't feel like doing the math right now, but it's got to be a shitload of cornflakes just cut. And then what I was thinking is how in the hell do you get that? How do you get the cocaine off of the flakes? Are they like, are they just dusted in it? So, so maybe like it's like a dusting at the top, but maybe there's a good, um, pile of it down below. I don't know. Something I was thinking about earlier, but while working on the incoming freight, uh, came in from Peru, it looks like, um, CPD narcotic detector dogged named Baiko flagged the cereal shipment going down to a private residence in Hong Kong. Oh, interesting. So the dog sniffed it out. Was like, hey, these cornflakes, something's jacked up on these things. You knew, Come check these out. So upon further inspection, the officers go over there. They, f- they found and tested the white powder on the cereal, and it tested positive for cocaine. The man, man, I used to have a, a, a soundbite for a cocaine one. What was it? I think it was uh, from Blow. And he was like, I can't feel my face, man. It was Pee Wee Herman. What the hell is his real name? Paul Paul something. I can't remember. Great movie, though. I haven't seen it in a long time. Probably uh, give me flashbacks, so I might not want to watch that. Any case, the men and women of the port of Cincinnati are committed. Hold on, let's do this in the let's do this in the the uh, the voice. The men and women at the port of Cincinnati are committed to stopping the flow of dangerous drugs, and they continue to use their training, intuition, and strategic skills to prevent these kinds of illegitimate shipments from reaching the public. Cincinnati Port Director Richard Gillespie said, "Great job, Dick. Great job." I'm just kidding. I'm. I'm not, I'm not making fun of them, but I'm making fun of them at the same time because shit, you know, we got to have a little fun sometimes, right? But great job, Dick, Dick Gillespie. I never understood that. Richard, if your name's Richard, I apologize. I, I'm not trying to be an asshole. It sounds assholish. We just had this conversation the other day. How does Dick come out of Richard? And I still don't quite get it. Maybe somebody can, sp- I, Rich, I can see Rich. But where did Dick come from? I might that might be have to to look up one day. I'm gonna have to look that up. Not gonna do it now. I want to keep the show moving. On a typical day in fiscal year 2020, CBP said it seized 3,677 pounds of drugs at ports of entry across the nation. Drug traffickers have long used creative methods to try to ship cocaine, which lead which leads me to think how many other how many other shipments have got, okay, they got this one. Congratulations. Awesome. Got lots of drugs. Lots of cornflakes covered with cocaine. How many other shipments have got through there for the one that they got? Was there a hundred more that got through on, on frosted flakes, you know, or they were um, put up, but here's another one I thought would be a good 
creative method. Use Fun Dip. Remember Fun Dip from back in the day, the little stick? You could get tons of packages of Fun Dip and then just <laughs> fill them with Coke. And God forbid they would ever get to children. That would be terrible. Holy shit. That's a bad idea, actually. Terrible idea. Cornflakes, I guess, the same thing. Like, what if, what if one of those boxes, holy shit, I just thought of this. What if those boxes somehow, some way, ended up on the shelves in stores and some dad was like ready to go to work for the day and he had his big ass bowl of cornflakes and was like, yes, I'm, oh man, he would be fucked up on he'd be driving hella fast to work he'd be talking hella yo man i'm just really really happy to be here today how, how you doing i'm ready to work i'm ready i'm ready to go what what are we doing today what are we doing oh man i gotta get some more cornflakes <laughs> he'd be tripping out man holy shit but how many more made it through how many different kinds of styles of shipments did that look like different kinds of stuffed in toys or stuffed in uh, furniture who knows man I'm, I'm sure there's some crazy crazy ways they get that stuff through uh, but in july for example police in italy discovered cocaine stuffed inside individually hollowed out coffee beans damn how long does that take after opening a parcel addressed to a, f a fictional mafia boss from a hollywood movie oh wow damn that's crazy dude it doesn't say who it was i wonder who a fictional mafia boss from a Hollywood movie. I'm trying to think back like Goodfellas, um, Casino. Uh, what else? I can't remember any of the dude's names off the top of my head. I haven't watched those movies in a while. But in any case, they found the cornflakes. They didn't make it onto the shelf. Thank God for that. And they got 44 pounds of cornflakes covered in cocaine instead of sugar. Good stuff. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, Colin had a question about anxiety, and I'm just going to touch on this briefly. You can go back on um, the Locals page, that Sober Guy at Locals page. Uh, links in the show notes once again, so it makes I made it real easy for you. Just click on it, download the app, get in there. And so I answered a little bit of what I do on the anxiety thing, but I, I did want to address it a bit because there is a lot of anxiety. A lot of people are going through a lot of different shit right now. I know our family, myself alone, I'm going through some things where we're making some adjustments um, and uh, things are things are changing around here from school, uh, from, you know, there we're, there's a chance we may be, um, you know, selling our house soon. Um, we're making adjustments with work schedules. Um, and it's just... It's a lot right now. There's a lot of stuff. And there's, I'm, you can probably tell that I'm kind of hesitant. There's some, there's some more stuff. I don't really care to get into it because it doesn't have anything to do with recovery. It's just personal stuff that I don't really want to share to the whole fucking world. But there, I guess what I'm getting at is there's, there's shit that's going on that creates anxiety. We'll just, we'll just leave it at that. And it's, it's nothing insanely crazy, you know? And so I'm sure there are people who are going through things that are insanely crazy. Maybe it's financial stress or maybe it is work stress, or you're trying to find a job. You can't find one. Um, you know, there's all kinds of different things that, that can make us like lose sleep at night. I think that was one of the things Colin said too, was that, um, at nighttime was tough. Like he would toss and turn. And, and I really struggle with that too. Like if I got a lot of shit on my mind, um, it's really hard for me to get, get a good night's sleep. I feel like I'm in that zombie state of mind. And my mind is just going and going and going. So um, 
you know, here, here's a few things that, that I do. Number one, I try to stay fit um, physically and not just for the sake of my physical sense, but it's more for my mental uh, stability. Like I got a really good workout in today. Um, here's the thing. I struggle with it because I have tons of resistance. Like I had other shit to do today. I need, I squeezed it in on my lunch and it like, I didn't want to do it because I was just, it was, you know, just another thing added to the plate, but I know how important it is and how good I feel after I get it in. And so it does help with stress. It does help alleviate some of the anxiety to, to get some of those endorphins out, get on a good run, do some pull-ups, um, do some squats, just even air squats. Um, you know, get a little routine in, you can keep it simple and you can get it done in about 30 minutes if you, if you go hard. Um, and it, that's, that's one thing that is huge. Um, now contrary to that, one thing that I struggle with is diet. So it's so important that we eat healthy when, you know, just today in general, any day, but especially when we're trying to stay sober, especially in the early, because it really like food really fucks with our emotions. It really, it really messes with, um, the way that we feel. And, you know, there's a lot of science behind that. And I've done some other podcasts on it before. I'm not really going to try to dive into it now because I probably jack it all up, but I know just from personal experience that I go through a lot of ups and downs where I'll go for weeks eating pretty damn good. And then other times I totally fall off and just, I'm like, fuck it, give me all the sugar and burritos and pizza and let me just destroy myself. It's almost like a form of abuse. It's weird. It really is. And the other thing to that I'm related to, I just like to fucking eat. Like who doesn't like to eat? You know, I love some cookies, you know, I love some pizza. Man, dude, okay, I got a confession to make too. This is so jacked up. And this is probably why at least I still work out and I stay fit so I can help balance out my shitty eating habits sometimes. <laughs> we had um, we had uh, uh, Cash's little buddy, Kaysen, uh stayed the night on Saturday night. They had a little slumber party weekend. Cash actually stayed there Friday. Uh, and Kaysen's parents are really good friends of ours. So uh, Kaysen's mom, Jen, came over and was hanging out. And uh, the girls were hanging out doing their thing and it got to be about six o'clock and I was working around the house and I was like, man, dude, I'm hungry. Everyone's hungry. Let's get little Caesars, baby. <laughs> and I'm talking about not just your plain hot and ready $5 pizza. Okay, that's great. The kids eat that one. You got to get, if we're talking about eating shitty, something that tastes great and just destroys your fucking gut afterwards. It's so damn good though. The deep dish Little Caesars pizza, damn, it's bomb. We got some crazy bread. We were partying down. Right? That's how we party. You know, I might have a Coke. Let me get a Coke, Coca-Cola. Terrible for you, right? But man, like, I got to live a little bit. And so we got Hawaiian, uh, and don't argue with me about pineapple on pizza, bitch. It's fucking good, so I don't care what anybody says. We got pineapple, the Hawaiian-style deep dish. We got a pepperoni deep dish, and we got a kid's regular hot and ready and some crazy bread. That shit was so damn good. Um, I don't know how the hell I got on to uh, on, on Little Caesars, but, uh, oh, that's what it was. Because that's another thing I struggle with in that food. So, yeah, actually, that was a really good point, Raymer. You, how could you forget that? the food can make you feel like shit and it can give you anxiety. And it does. It does give me anxiety sometimes because then I eat it and it's hella good. And then afterwards I feel bad about myself. And I'm like, dude, this is like, 
this is jacked up. Like I just, why did I eat that? I'm supposed to go work out tomorrow. And then you feel like you wasted your workout. And then if you miss a workout, so it's a pattern, you know, and here's my point to this. When I'm, when I'm in the modes, and like I said, it's a, it's an ongoing battle. When I'm in the modes where I go and I'm eating pretty healthy, I'm not, I don't eat, I'm never, I never eat perfect. I never eat perfect. There's always throughout the week, I'm going to crush an in and out burger or a piece of pizza. That's just fucking, you got to live. But like when I'm in the mode and I'm eating pretty damn good and I've cut out the sugar, that's usually the, the, the real struggle. I feel a lot better. My anxiety levels are way lower. I don't feel anxious. Um, I feel good. I feel energized. I feel, um, you know, I feel positive. I sleep better. So, you know, those are two big things I wanted to point out. And I don't think I pointed those out on the thread, um, on the locals thread, but diet and exercise are huge on it. And of course, meditation, prayer, um, the serenity prayer is great. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. That's an amazing one right there. And it works every time. So, um, yeah, I'm going to kind of leave it at that. Try to eat as healthy as you can. Uh, I'll do the same and definitely get some workouts in. And if you're, maybe you got an injury or you can't really go hard or you're, you're just starting out, just walk, just get a good ass walking in the morning, walk for at least 30 minutes, like get up early, grab your dog. Or if you don't have a dog, fucking walk by yourself or go buy a dog, <laughs> ride your bike, whatever it is, but do something move for like 30 minutes a day. Try to do it in the morning. I mean, that's when I like to do it. I guess you could do it at any time during the day though. You know, just get it in. I think that'll help out a lot with the anxiety stuff. So Colin, thanks for the question, man. Good stuff. Let's, uh, let's jump over to transitions daily, talk a little bit about acceptance and then, uh, and then we'll wrap up, uh, this podcast for the day. Um, like I said, you can get this, the links in the show notes. If you want to get the AA transitions daily, uh, email, uh, directly to your inbox. It's a great way to start your day. Um, it says, uh, AA thoughts for the day acceptance. Our very first problem is to accept our present circumstances as they are ourselves as we are and the people about us as they are. That goes back. Can't control people, places, things. This is to adopt a realistic humility without no genuine advance. Can you wait? This is to adopt a realistic humility without which no genuine advance can even begin. So we have to find humility we have to be humble. We have to sit back and realize that we don't have control over everything, not even our lives, before we can actually start to move and make progress ahead is what that's saying. Again and again, we shall need to return to the unflattering point of departure. This is an exercise in acceptance that we can profitably practice every day of our lives. Thought to consider. My serenity is directly proportional to my level of acceptance. Man, when we talk about acceptance... Man, that is a really tough one for me. Um, you know, there's certain things like say you see something and you know it's fake. You know it's fake as shit. And you know it's bullshit. There's no doubt in your mind. But but you there's not really much you can do about it. And you have to find acceptance in it. Doesn't mean you have to believe it, but you gotta accept that it is what it is and it's out of your control. And that's something I really have struggled with last, especially the end of last year with all the shit that was going on. And even today. Uh, I feel like I've made some progress. I've continued at it. Um, and you know, recovery and a, a program helps and having people to talk about it with helps too, uh, which is good, but yeah, acceptance isn't easy, but fighting everything and resisting and trying to control is, is a really shitty way to live all the time. It's, it's really hard. 
And, uh, it, you know, at the end of the day, we just have to surrender and accept that there's just shit that we can't change, you know, there's shit that we can't uh, control. Um, so there's a couple other things in here just for today. I'm going to skip down to the bottom just because um, it's the meditation part that I like and then, and then we'll wrap up. But they have daily reflections, uh, guidance uh, as Bill sees it. So you got something out of the 12 and 12 there. Um, they have a big book quote. Um, 24 hours a day. And then uh, we're going to end with the meditation for the day and the prayer for the day. And uh, meditation for the day says, I must trust God to the best of my ability. This lesson has to be learned. My doubts and fears continually drive me back into the wilderness. Doubts lead me astray, lead me astray because I am not trusting God. I must trust God's love. It will never fail me. But I must learn not to fail it by my doubts and fears. We all have much to learn in turning our fear by faith. All our doubts arrest God's work through us. I must not doubt. I must believe in God and continually work at strengthening my faith. So that's good, man. Trusting in God. And Jess is really good about reminding me about that because I'll start getting all me, me, me and my and this and that. And then she's like, dude, you're not trusting God. Like you're just, you're trying to do it all yourself. And as dudes, we do that sometimes, right? I fucking got this. Get off my nuts, bitch. I can do, <laughs> I'm not saying that I say that to Jess either. She'd slap the shit out of me. Uh, but you know, if, if I, unless I was joking, we kind of have that relationship. We can joke around and stuff, but I would never say some shit like that to her serious. I'd get, I'd be sleeping on the couch for like a month, but you know, that attitude just in general, like get off my nuts. Like leave me alone. I got this. I'm a dude. I can handle this shit. I'm a fucking man. Like, dude, I get it. We got to be strong. No doubt. I'm not saying I'm going to be a bitch, but like there's times that we have to just give it up and we got to trust in God. We got to trust in something higher that, He's going to take care of us. He always has. He's never failed me. He never let me down. Now, there's been a lot of times when shit hasn't worked out the way I expected it to or wanted it to, but he never failed me. And that's, you know, my sobriety is the first um, example of that, you know? So we've got to trust in that, have faith, believe in God, pray to him, meditate, um, you know, whatever that looks like for you, that's your choice. Um, the prayer for the day, I pray that I may live the way God wants me to live. I pray that I might get in that I may get into the stream of goodness in the world. So going with the stream, going with the flow. Good stuff right there. If you want to get transitions daily, the daily AA email, once again, it's in the show notes. It's a great resource, great tool. I highly suggest it. Um yeah, good to be here. Glad uh glad you guys are here with me today and uh, joining the podcast, listening in. Um, and, uh, joining the locals community too, you know, for those, I, you know, real, real quick, I ditched all my social media, man. I had to start over from scratch because it, you know, the social media platforms do not align with, with what I believe to be, um, free of censorship and, um, thoughtful conversations and debates without, um, you know, getting angry about stuff. If you, if you don't, you better see it my way or you're a bad person. Like I don't, I can't roll with that shit and it just seemed that like all those platforms were really going that way censorship just weird stuff so i was like fuck it i'm done locals is great it's our own little community it's private and uh it's a good time a lot of good people on there too have their own communities so check it out there if you want to follow like guys like dr drew uh michael malice is on there tulsi gabbard i mean there's all kinds of different people um from uh you know that have podcast platforms that you can follow on there as well so i appreciate you guys um, thank you again for listening to the podcast, for supporting the podcast. Tell a friend, let a friend know about the podcast. I would appreciate that. You can check us out at thatsoberguy.com. Everything I mentioned is in the show notes today or on the website. 
Love you guys. Stay sober. Look out for Nick Rucker later in the week. And uh, give us a shout. Peace, love, respect. Keep your blood clean. Yeah.